0: This is a GRDC podcast.
1: Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. A new online publication is available for Western Australia's southern grain growers who have a snail, slug or slater problem in their crops. Crop damage caused by gastropods and slaters has increased over the past decade and the Albany and Esperance Port Zone GRDC Regional Cropping Solutions Network has identified the issue as an R&D priority. So the Stirlings to Coast Farmers Grower Group, independent consultants and a Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development entomologist have been running trials to evaluate baiting and other control measures. Svetlana Micic is herd's Albany-based entomologist and has been running snail baiting trials with local farmers and researching snail reproduction. Deb Bishop caught up with Svetlana who told her these European snails have been in the region since White Settlement.
0: They've been here for many, many, many years, introduced with the first Europeans. What's changed is farming practice. So once upon a time we used to do full tillage and burning which meant numbers were quite low across the landscape. But with minimum tillage and stubble retention it's meant that there's a lot more soil moisture being retained over summer there's a lot more stubble on the soil surface which means that snails are better able to survive our hot dry summers and have actually been increasing in number. What we've also had is changes and better practices for growing crops which has also led to increasing snail numbers so we have been liming getting much better yields but lime that's placed on the soil surface means snails have a ready lime source to make stronger shells and the stronger a snail's shell is, the more likely it is to survive a hot dry summer, trampling by livestock and also the more likely it is to lay lots more eggs. So there are three types of snails, is that correct, that we're talking about? Yes, and those practices have increased all three snail numbers. The round snails, which are the white Italian and the vineyard snail, aren't found uh, throughout the landscape as much as the small pointed snail. The round snails tend to be found on soil types that are a a little bit more alkaline or closer to the coast. The small pointed snail is found across all soil types from Esperance to north of Perth. So here in WA we're just outside of Franklin. Uh, down near the south coast. It is the, in, the, in the higher rainfall zone of WA. Um, what are growers doing to combat the problem? Uh, because it is becoming an increasing one, isn't it? They are finding that it's becoming more of a problem. So growers are actively controlling snails by implementing management techniques that fit in with their farming systems. So for instance, some growers are windrow burning. So straight after harvest, putting their canola into windrows and leaving it and then burning just the windrow before sowing the next year's crop. And they found that that will decrease snail numbers rather than doing wide-scale burning which can impact on or cause soil erosion. Um, Some farmers don't want to do that so others are making sure that they bait before seeding, keeping their weeds right down so snails do not have an alternative food source and when they bait that the snails will come across the baits because the baits are evenly distributed across the paddock. So is baiting considered an essential tool then for control? Baiting is your only option to kill snails, especially after the crop emerges. It is one tool for snail management, and most growers are very well aware that a single baiting is not enough to control snails effectively because not every single snail in a paddock will feed on a bait and if you do have stubble they'll also feed on the stubble so you do need to do a follow-up bait and you also need to look at what your um, budget is whether you're using rainfast baits or non-rainfast baits and also that you're putting on baits at the right rate so that you have Lots of bait points per square metre, at least 30 will give you really good control. What are the signs in in the paddock that you've got a problem? first sign that you've got a problem with snails is that you find them in the grain. And they're usually at very low levels and that's the indication that look, you've got snails Um, It's or that you're starting to see holes in leaves. Not enough to cause plant loss but enough to cause plant damage and that's an indicator that you've got snail numbers that are increasing. So what is the threshold to decide to bait? That's actually quite a difficult question because we know 20 snails per square metre is enough to damage a germinating canola crop um, of the small pointeds. However those sorts of numbers can lead to grain contamination. So really if you have snails in the paddock you need to bait the patches where you have snails and get their numbers right down so that they're not being found in the grain and they're not causing crop damage. Tell us a little bit about the size of baits and the type of application that would be recommended generally. There are lots of baits on the market. Uh, the research done by the Stirlings to Coast Group basically found that all baits work and the more bait points you have per square metre, the more likely it is that snails will come across it. And they also found that it. Even rainfast and non-rainfast baits have the same efficacy, like they kill the same. The issue is that the rainfast do last longer in the paddock and that's something you need to decide on. Is it something that they'll be looking at multiple applications or will a single treatment pretty much knock them off? If the snails are actively moving, actively feeding, you can get away with a single bait. However, what we find is that with the small pointed snails, because they're actually under the soil surface. You need to bait to protect germinating crops. That may not coincide when snails are actually coming up and actively moving. So what we find is that you can actually have more than one wave of snails come through, and you, so you may need to apply another bait to protect crops. Can there be a build-up in um, in specific crops? Uh, you know, canola, field peas, beans, for example. What we tend to find is there's a build-up if control measures haven't been put in place before egg lay occurs so what we find is that the more stubble there is on the soil surface the more places there are for snails to harbour over a hot dry summer and if in the following year you're growing a crop and you bait the stubble can actually protect the snails from coming across the bait so that is another issue the amount of stubble you have on the soil surface and what's the best way to gauge effectiveness? You ne- really need to go out there and look at the paddock, especially after a baits have been applied, and have a look to see how many dead snails you're finding. Are finding dead snails around baits? And also having a look to see how many live snails you're finding. And if you are finding lots of live snails, it's an indicator that you need to reapply baits or that you have too much stubble or too many plants for the snails to come across a bait and you may need to look at increasing bait rates if crop damage is still occurring and if it's not you need to look at next year and do something after harvest to decrease your snail numbers. So you're pretty disappointed here today because you couldn't find many snails here at Franklin. (laughs) So clearly this grower is doing something right but that's putting you out of a job. (laughs) It it is but it's also this is my trial site and part of this trial is I need to collect snails to look at when the albumin gland is actually developing. Um, This is part of a national GRDC project and we are trying to figure out when snails are becoming sexually mature and to do that I need lots of snails and unfortunately I didn't struggle last year but this year I'm struggling to find enough snails to be able to conduct enough dissections to figure out the life cycle. So that's a good thing for the grower? It's an excellent thing for the grower but we just need a little bit more research so that we can find out when egg lay is actually occurring and relate that to the environmental conditions so we can time our baits before the next generation. So advice to growers generally who might be facing this challenge? You need to budget to bait. You need to look at maybe doing more than just baiting on paddocks especially if you're growing uh, crops that may be susceptible to damage like canola or if you're growing cereals which there can be, uh, where snails can be a contamination issue. Svetlana thank you so much for talking to us today. You're welcome.
1: Svetlana Micic from Deep Albany office talking snails and baiting with Deb Bishop. The new online publication Mitigating Snails, Slugs and Slaters in Southern Western Australia can be found on GRDC's website. I'm Tony Crowley and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast.